Hey everyone, and welcome back to episode 24 of Demon Slayer Chronicles, presented by Popped Off, our weekly Demon Slayer podcast, where we have been diving into each and every episode of the anime, alongside its characters, lore, and so much more. I am your host, Andrew Nintgren, and I have James Graham and Dylan Beal with me today to work on our breathing. We're just going to take it out, take it one step at a time, we're going to go through those gourds, we're going to get better, and by the end of this, we're going to be masters. By the end of this episode, we're just going to be blowing straight into our mics. So get ready for it. (laughs) This is our ASMR episode. That's what this is. Perfect. I love it. I'm in for it. We are now booking that, and I am throwing everything out the window we had on the outline. And I don't even know where to start with ASMR, but Dylan, I think you... I just have a feeling you would know where to go with this, so I'm going to let you lead. (laughs) Don't do it. Make sure you tell her about us and make sure you leave a five-star review on whatever <laughs> podcast platform you listen to us on yeah and if you do want to hear the asmr episode let us know let us know over no don't we don't won't do don't it. actually don't we will not, never do it. do it i'll do it okay dylan might do it dylan might do it if you ask him really nicely ask him really nicely over on twitter at popped underscore off or email us at contact at popped off.com perfect oh my god but let's jump into episode 24 rehabilitation training um, upon, le- upon learning about the site of a possible upper, upper moon, Rengoku embarks on a mission. At the mansion, Tanjiro and Inosuke have begun we- uh, rehab training, while Zenitsu cannot join for two more weeks until he's, his limbs have fully recovered through the medicine that he still hates to take. Um, every single day, Tanjiro and Inosuke come back very, very sore and unhappy, um, saying how it is the hardest thing ever. And when Zenitsu goes to join, he is not very happy because pretty much all it um, consists of is of stretching, reflexes games, and playing tags all with girls, which Zenitsu enjoys very much more compared to the other two. Um, all three of the boys continue to do it and go and always win against Aoi, one of the um, younger girls that isn't quite a demon slayer. We don't learn too much about her, but she's there at the Butterfly Mansion. Um, but none of them can never come close to the other girl from the uh, the final selection, Kano. Zenitsu and Inosuke eventually give up on their training as they see no way to win or get even close to Kano. But Tanjiro never stops. Um, three twins, triplets, um, from the Butterfly Mansions do reveal to Tanjiro that Kano is using total concentration breathing constant. Which means that she's using total um, concentration breathing at all times, even when she's sleeping. Tanjiro um, says that he can't even do it in battle very well right now, and he's always exhausted after using it. So he isn't even close to doing it all day and using it, um, using constant uh, form of the breathing. The triplets show him special gourds that Kano uses for training. That pretty much you just blow into them as hard as you can until you can literally force them to blow up. And these are not just normal gourds. These are like rock hard, like special gourds made specifically for the training. And Tanjiro cannot even do the smallest one. And it goes up to almost the size of Tanjiro as the final size. And he has no idea how he'll ever get them all to blow. Um, over the next couple of weeks, months, I don't actually know what the time frame is on this, but Tanjiro continues to train his swordsmanship and overall athleticism running around, just doing stuff to pretty much get stronger and um, break the gourds open one at a time. 
One night while he's on the roof, um, kind of relaxing, Shinobu joins him. Um, Shinobu says that he wants to entrust his sister's dream to him, that one day humans and demons will able to, um, be able to live peacefully. Tanjiro detects an angry scent coming from Shinobu as she's talking about this and kind of just always, and she reveals that her older sister was killed by a demon and that she absolutely hates that demon and all other demons for that. However, her demons also pitied, uh, I mean also, however, her sister pitied demons much like Tanjiro and wanted to find a way to live peacefully with them. And that his, her sister always loved um, Shinobu's smile so much. And that's why she always tries to be happy and have that smile on her face because of her sister. Shinobu is growing t um, tired of always trying to be happy and finding a way to live peaceful with these demons. Until Nezuko came along and Shinobu um, can now feel at ease with Tanjiro carrying on her sister's dream. And a little bit of sexual chem uh, chemistry going on here too, if I will say, to end up the episode. But, how do we feel about rehab, boys? We're growing stronger, but not that strong. We're getting some backstory on the twisted character that James loves to point out is Shinobu. How are you feeling? James, I see Dylan pulling out his note sheet. He's so got his notes already, dude. He's busting them out. This episode rules. It's such a good episode. I loved it a lot. It, it, it felt like it was an hour long for some reason. I don't, like, it feels like... Maybe it was because the last episode going into this one, but this one just felt like there was so much stuff happening. Um, and there were so many really good moments. I mean, like, um, <laughs> Zenitsu, absolute king in this episode. Oh, yeah. I, lo I love how he, like, drags them outside, and he's like, you guys didn't, you guys are complaining about this? Like, what is the matter with you? Like, Inosuke Ino during this episode was also just, like, equal rights. <laughs> yeah, like, there's, a, like, a lot of themes that just got chucked around, like, all at once. Like, it was, it was a lot, man. Dude, um, post-depression Inosuke is a very different person. He is pro-rights, pro he is pro-everything, pro and he is not going to let anything stop him now. It's a changed man. I really liked how it was, this is like some real healing time stuff, though. Because he's like, hey, you guys just went through a big thing. All right, we're going to have to send you to rehab now. Good luck. Like, we were talking about this a couple episodes, but this is cool. Like, I like to see this kind of stuff. Because um, it feels super realistic of like, yeah, they had a big battle. Of course, they're going to have to go through like healing and then do rehab for like a couple weeks at least. And I love how they showed power scaling through tag and breathing into gourds is how they showed Tanjiro leveling up in this episode. And I think that's just such a funny way to do it, but it still makes sense with how they are. It's like their power comes from breathing. So being able to blow into gourds and blow them up does actually represent more power Fantin Tanjiro. And being quicker and more agile and being able to catch Kano is an actual like, valuable thing that shows he's more powerful. But that's just not how you think most shows are going to show like power scaling in like a training montage. Like normally running around, cutting things faster and all that. Like nope, he is doing all that. But he's also just blowing up gourds and now he's magically stronger. And I love that part of it because it's such a fun way to show but it also makes total sense yeah it was a it was a really uh like a really solid representation of like what the universe values for as far as like power and stuff like that and i like it because it's non-traditional right like i mean most shows where the main character and multiple characters use katanas it's like well you're gonna have to go learn how to i don't know slice another boulder or some shit like that right it's no, they're they're doing it with this, and I just I love how the kid like the little helpers like bring out this massive ass gourd, and he's just like, 
okay, okay. All right, guys. All right, cool. Yeah, like, nope, never. Not me. I, I feel um, like this this uh, this power uh, jump. It was very obvious, but also incredibly not obvious because it's like he's focusing on breathing so much and stuff, and then they're just like, "Yeah, you just you have you have your total concentration of breathing all the time, right?" And he's like, "Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> Wait, I could. Uh, I'm supposed to do that? Um, I don't know. I thought it was really cool, um, and it kind of made sense of like, oh, yeah, of course that's gonna be like another big power jump is you just do it all the time. Um, it's just like uh like in DBZ or whatever." on how like it takes forever to go to the next level but like after that it's just like yeah we're basically just ready at any moment to turn on that switch yeah. which, which makes sense like for a show where they're humans they i mean they don't really have any special powers and that everything they do is based off of how they breathe they're like oh yeah if you just breathe better he's going to be stronger like it doesn't seem like it sounds dumb like breathe better and you just be stronger forehead like i i know that's not like real in a real life but like it makes sense in the show that like that's how you power up is just yeah getting better at breathing yeah so well, i, I, well, I do respect that like it, it there's no like gimmicks there's nothing like that like it's like nope this is an actual way that makes sense well it's lung capacity right like that's the, that's the big thing right so but i want i want to circle i want to circle back to my boy zinitsu absolutely popping off doesn't even need training man just pops off as soon as he walks in there it doesn't let doesn't and he doesn't even put tea on her just says you know what no you can never do that <laughs> i don't know man i don't know zenitsu like like after being like annoying as shit the last episode jumping into this i was like man this is what i need this is what i need i need i need i need the the duality of zenitsu i was a little yeah. disappointed in the boys though giving up they're depressed, man. They're all having a bad time. Zenitsu doesn't have all his limbs. Well, like they grown. were, they were doing like, really well. They were like, "Oh, we're doing this thing. We're we're starting to get better." And like, I I don't. It was weird because like Inosuke was hating it, and Zenitsu came in and then was like, "No, this is actually good. I'm gonna do well here." And then Inosuke's like, "Oh no, yeah, like I want to get stronger." And but there was, was like a time jump in there. There was like I know, like no, there was, but it just it, it was a little weird because it was just like, "Oh yeah, no, no, like now we're kind of out of it." Which I, I understand why, because it's like, yeah, Tanjiro's the only one who can go up against her. Um, but it's still, I, I don't know. I, I, I wanted Inosuke to try more. I wanted Inosuke to try more, because I feel bad for him. What? He's, he's, so having a, he's having a rough time, yeah? Yeah, he's sad. Okay, I almost spoiled something from next episode, which is one of the one of my favorite parts of this entire arc. But yeah, it, um, it, it did feel weird that they gave up so quickly after going through so much. But at the same time, it's like... You're just doing the same thing every single day for two weeks, but I just gotta question what they go and do after they give up. Like, are you just sitting in the infirmary bed, just doing nothing? Like, they go, they go in bed and sulk, dude. That's what they, that's what, that's what they've been doing. Nasuke's been doing it famously, but I mean, like, it's I, I don't know. It is kind of defeating because like, you don't. You don't know why you're not able to beat the person, and like, like we obviously have like the reveal. and she doesn't talk, so she does like it'd be better like for Inosuke if she trash talked. That'd be better. Yeah, like exactly. That, encourage yeah. him or flirt with Zenitsu or something like that. Like that's how you get them going. They train and they beat your ass. Yeah, but well, like, just, just being silent that, that doesn't help any of them. Yeah, ex- exactly. Right. So it's yeah. Like I mean, she doesn't show like any emotion whatsoever or anything like that. Right. But it's like the whole the whole group of them is twisted because you have Shinobu who's constantly pissed off after we like find out with her talk with Tanjiro, and we're like. Your disciple doesn't even speak. The chick doesn't blink. I don't think I've seen her blink the entire time she's been on the screen. I don't know if it's deliberate or they just haven't bothered. But they're all... I don't know, man. 
Butterfly people are real weird, except for the little ones with the, the circle eyes. I like them. Oh, They're I fine. love that trope so much. The the, the little dot eyes. <laughs> yeah. It's so adorable. I do too. They, they do this. They do it, and they don't do it very often. But when they do it, it is perfect. Um, in the show. But yeah, I. Yeah, what do you, what do you think about Chernobyl's backstory? So, she. I, loved I mean, it. she was always training. She was all, all obviously training and all that kind of stuff. But she obviously. Yeah, her sister's dead now. She's the insect Hashira now. And that the whole fix mile aspect of it. Yeah, that's the twisted part, dude. And she ridicules my boy Giyu. Can't do that. Can't only I, care how I like twisted her. you are. This redeemed it for me because it's like, I, at least I kind of understand her as a character a little bit more now. Um, I still think it's super weird that, like, you know, I, sorry, sorry, lady, I, I smelt you and you smell mad. That's <laughs> very smell- strange, but okay. <laughs> um, smell- but no, I, I, I like I, I like this little backstory thing because it made her feel like a much more real character. Because um, before I was like, wow, she's just like mean. She's just like like this weird, evil, twisted person. And it was like, oh, no, like I kind of get her story a little bit now. And I don't know. I like her. I think she's she's a cool character. And um, she she went she went from 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 negative uh, on my view list to now positive. She's in the wow. positive. She re- so the slow, slowly but surely, those uh, Hishira are moving their way up. So we have two. We have two I like. Do you and Shinobu? Yeah. He's the goat. Um. So, one thing that I thought was a uh, super interesting um, that um, I saw someone bring up on a forum um, is the the little bell. I love the little bell whenever she just like appears. Um, they use in like the sound design. There's an um, audio cue, yeah. There's an audio cue. It's like this little bell, and it's so cool because like you don't see her, and then it's the bell, and it just like cuts right to her, just being like all up in someone's face, like just just like just like jumping up on them. I love it. I Every think time you hear so the cool. bell, it's her signifying that she could have killed you if you, she wanted. Yeah, actually. But um, yeah, I I, I never noticed that actually. Like I I probably if i go back and like listen to it like i i the bell registers to me but i never registered like that like oh she's arrived i just kind of i don't know i don't know what i thought with that but i actually really do like that um, it, it's the little things like that i i really like like the small audio cues or like like the small visuals and stuff that go along with it i i really like it and i i i think this is another thing about character design i i really like that they they do in demon slayer it's just everything just thematically just like fits super super well like just like the way that she always like moves and that she is is like that like perfect like butterfly kind of thing you know uh, it's it's just so good now so we've talked about this before how like people who practice the same style have like like different embodiments of like what that style is do we think shinobu and her disciple are like two kind of things or like are they two different things or would you say they're kind of both cut from the same cloth Despite the fact that one talks and one doesn't, that's really about it. I think think it's I think it's a little tough because right now, um, they definitely seem cut from the same cloth. Um, but I think that's just because we haven't seen them in action as much. Um, I think that might be why. Okay, that's fair. But yeah, like Um, one one thing about her disciple that I thought was, maybe this is just like something not to latch on to. Um, but we've seen like. So Tanjiro has the smelling and stuff, um, and that Zenitsu has the hearing, right? Like, those, mm-hmm. like they have a super, super smell and super hearing, so to speak. 
um when he was uh looking at the disciple he just like he was like there's something about her eyes like he brought up her eyes and like uh, granted they do have weird eyes that are very different <laughs> But, but so does he, so many like like everybody does in this show though man like yeah but he he called that out and that made me think for a second because it's like are we is that a thing with her is she does she have some sort of like seeing thing that might be better because like she i know she like right now at least i don't know if this is going to change or not but she's not part of the main crew but like that 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 main like new crew we've always seen them have like something special about and elsky doesn't like, really i think he has sense i think it's sense because like, cause his beast, like total beast, like concentration where he senses stuff out. Yeah. I think that's spatial just him awareness, being able to sense right? things. Yeah. yeah, I think spatial awareness is his like special thing. Okay, fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so that's, a, that's a good point. Yeah. Dude, maybe the dude's just falling in love. He likes his eye. He likes her eyes. Like he's always thought of something like, oh, like that's probably why they're more powerful. Like, nah, dude likes her eyes. No, dude, he's just. No, yeah, Tandro, no. Tandro is too wholesome to have a, like any sort of love interest. Man's on what a goddamn. He's on a goddamn mission, and we have like we have the king of women womanizers like in his crew. So it's not like he's getting close to anybody. Dude, don't don't cockblock him like that. Don't just don't don't just shut him down. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> Ship it and clip it. I'm in. No, no, he's he's too he's too busy getting strong. Yeah, exactly. This, the man like is that. motivated, dude. That's he true. He's definitely, he he's definitely the kind boards. of guy that if someone started flirting with him, he wouldn't even realize it, and probably just like ask them to train seriously and just kind of move on, and they just get bored. Like, man, this dude's dumb as a rock. That's definitely the kind of guy I take Tanjiro as. It's not a bad thing. He's our boy, though. I support him. I just don't support Nelsuke. I kind of like Mineta. I never ever support Sinetsu getting a girl. Oh, dude, come on, man. Support the troops. Come on. Support. <laughs> S- support support our boys on the front lines yeah, talking dude. up women no that, that's my way of saying it that i just know dylan associates with them so that's my way of saying that dylan all the way down to Manetta, none of them are ever getting that's that's just kind of my uh connection there but i actually think unless you guys have anything else to talk about i think that kind of goes into our topic of the week right oh it does it does almost famously so through many anime we have seen womanizers across the board it's usually never the main character it's usually an addition to the party you usually you know they're almost like comic relief in womanizer form i guess so we've got like brock from pokemon we've got moroku from inuyasha we got minata from my hero academia and now we got zenitsu from demon slayer i'm sure there's a bunch of other ones but i try to pick some like fairly mainstream ones just so everybody kind of gets the idea um how do we think our boy chalks up against like you know the king of the crop how do we think he does? So I think I think there it's good to compare him with the with the two. Um, so you have the new school, Mineta, the king, the king of it. He's he's just like so degenerate that like uh, that like it's hard to go up against him because he's so degenerate. Um, and because Zenetsu's a little more tame. And then you have the king of the old school, Master Roshi. <laughs> I th- and, and he gets he gets close. I think I think if you give Zenitsu some time, uh, he get you get him you get him up there in those years. He he could stand toe to toe with Master Roshi. That's true. Wait, what's I've, Master uh, Roshi from again? DBZ. 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 Yeah. Okay. But he's like he's like OG perverted old man. Like that is yeah. like that is his aesthetic. Like he like that was his whole. It was it was. Could real... we throw Jiraiya in there? We can throw Jiraiya. Jiraiya's another perfect one. Absolutely. Like it's that it's like. 
Now, so with Jirai and Roshi, like, the age thing is kind of a factor, but they're all womanizers. Like, that's all their thing, right? Jirai is actually kind of successful. Mind you, he pays for it. Um, Roshi's just a pervert. He lives on an island with a pig. So, I mean, like, what do you, like, I can't Is he, like, the him. crazy bald man? Say, it was, say what? Yeah. Roshi, yeah. he's, like, the crazy yeah. bald-looking bald man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, yeah. so, Zenitsu is, like, I, I will say the thing about Zenitsu is he's fairly, um not bad about it in the terms of like he he just like says he really likes the women or whatever he never he he doesn't really cross those boundaries he doesn't well, Mineta's he doesn't grab, staring he, at that staring he, at he that axe is shaking his hands he, he doesn't grab people he doesn't like try to unappropriately look at people like he's he just really likes women and i think yes. that's the thing i like about him because he he knows he knows the boundaries he's not going to cross the boundaries he he just he just he just likes he just likes his women. He's like a little tamer Brock because that was always Brock's thing too. Is Brock wasn't yeah. like he wasn't like sexual about it. He was just like, please marry me. You know, we're gonna have great kids. Like it's gonna be awesome. And like you know, he was very. It was it was more of like a it was more of like an affection thing than a lust thing. So which I think with like Moroku, Jiraiya, Roshi, Minata, it's all been like it's all physical. But with Brock, he actually it was always. It was more emotion than anything, so I think that's what we're seeing more with Zenitsu. Zenitsu oh, well, no, no, it is very physical because he he talks about boobs and butts very specifically <laughs> in this, in this, in this episode, episode. He does talk about boobs and butts. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's not. It's not totally. Uh, it's not totally wholesome. Well, I mean, yeah, you don't. I mean, you don't have he's to be de- wholesome all the time, boy. He's definitely. Uh, he's definitely more more wholesome than Mineta for sure. Well, yeah, because yes. he he's not he's he's not full Dgen. I will say not that. full Dgen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why if I had like if we we're doing like a ranking, Mineta's my bottom. Brock, like kind of what the Brock Zenitsu types like, up in my top. Like I don't know. I, I definitely like how Zenitsu is a lot more than other ones in this kind of category of characters. Like I I pro I appreciate the wholesome for the most part, but you don't have to be wholesome all the time. I like the mix. Well I know right. Dylan just is all in on the Mineta train forever. How do you, how, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can't. How can you can't, justify that? I'm curious. How, how do you justify that? Justify I, he, what? He's funny. It's funny. Is it's funny. What he's... It's funny. It's funny to laugh at him doing doing these wild wild things. And Dude, it being... absolutely doesn't reflect your personality at all, right, Dylan? Yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah. Not at all. Ne- never. Come on now. And how about you, Dylan? I'm, I'm James. Uh, I. You know what? Did you just say I'm Dylan? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Dylan that too. Yeah, no, you know what? Like, he's definitely not as bad as some of the other ones. And I don't honestly, I don't know if I like his approach, dude. He's kind of, it's almost like to the point of like, and he's trying to mask it with like emotion. You know what I mean? But the boy's just trying to get, he's just trying to get some action. At least with Minata, Jiraiya, all the others, they're straight up about it. They're like, nah, dude. I'm, hitting, I'm in it for the physical, so I don't know. I think Zenitsu is a little lower on my list. All right. That's fair. That's fair. But, yeah, we'll never we'll never come to a full middle ground on this. But it was, it was a good conversation, James. I enjoy this. It's definitely not, <laughs> not where you think this episode is going to go, but I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. But, that's what I'm here for. Dylan, I think there's only one way to end this episode, and that's with a secret. Here's a Taisha secret. So, um, Inosuke famously uh, called uh, Tandro... Gampachiro Kamaboko in a previous episode. And this is important, not because it's 
you know, a, a funny spin on his name. Um, but that name, Kamaboko, has actually been used um, by the uh, the Japanese fans of Demon Slayer to refer to the main crew. Um, and so that's, like, the main crew's, like, nickname. So whenever they refer to, like, um, the, the three of them, or I, I guess the four, including Nezuko, whenever they refer to them, they just refer to them as uh, Kamaboko. Like, it's an easy way to just say, like, the main crew. Um, and Kamaboko really? is actually a type of cured sh- shirimi. Um, I think that's the way that it's pronounced. But it's like um, it's like a processed, like, fish cake thing. I, why why a processed fish? Like, why, why, it, that, why use that, a food? Um, no, because it's a play on, like, the name. Like, he messed okay. up his name. The, uh, the, the Gampachiro Kamaboko. And then they're like, let's just use Let's Kam- stick. Say, like, yeah, yeah, we'll just use that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, nice. Huh. At that, I, I forget that, like, there's probably, like, a whole different fandom for, like, the Japanese kind of fandom around, like, the manga and all that versus, like, how once we usually get it later for the dub, for anyone to watch the dub and all that kind of stuff, and just how we experience, or where we experience, too, because I'm sure a lot of the, like, pretty much Reddit's where we go to for our, for, like, our main community, and they just have different locations for that. So that is really cool that when, um, they, they just, yeah, they experience a different way, because, yeah, for us, it's the main crew. For them, it's I can't even say the word. Kamaboko. 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 I'm gonna say that next week. I'm gonna slip that in there. The Kama like is it the Kamaboko like the crew? No, or no, because no, they just say Kamaboko. Because there is no, it's just different. It's just no, a like, different theme. language. Yeah, it, there's no like you can't really like it's harder for us to use it like in a natural sentence. All right. Any um yeah, I think with that we're gonna wrap up this week's episode. Yeah, so make sure to tell your friends about the Demon Slayer po- uh, Demon Slayer Chronicles podcast on whatever. Oh my God, I'm butchering this. I'm as bad as Dylan earlier. Holy I know. Crap. Just start from the top. You got this. Yeah, there we go. Okay, cool. So make sure to tell your friends about the Demon Slayer podcast and uh, hit us with that five star review on whatever podcasting platform you listen to us on. And if you want to go ahead and send us messages about who's the best at doing their little outro, go to twittercom underscore off or poppedoff.com where we post all the other content that we do. But with that, that'll be all for this week's episode of Demon Slayer Podcast. This is my pitch for my vote on that segment. I always kill it at the end. And we'll see you all back here next Wednesday.